Welcome to last night's recap. My name is Johan Anderson, and I'm your host tonight. And I'm really happy to have some gentlewoman, gentlemen with me tonight. My English is not that good at the moment, it seems like. But I'm going to start with another gentleman that hasn't got that really great English, but he has good <laughs> Scottish. Uh, Martin, how are you doing tonight? Ah, uh, you know, I'm fine. It's just uh, it's getting a wee bit cold here, Luna. So I'm just kind of looking outside the window and actually just noticing that it's a wee bit warm. So it's been quite nice. It's been kind of like taps up. Oh, weather, brilliant. You know? That's how I like it. <laughs> yes. Good evening, Thank Johan. You. Sorry evening, about that, everyone. Martin. I didn't mean Not it at all. all. <laughs> no, we all know that my, we all know that my, um, I have two accents. I have my very professional accent, which I'm using right now. <laughs> And I've got my kind of really talking really fast as if I'm talking to my mum and then when people realise they don't actually know. So if anyone could understand a word I was saying there. You I just that. love that accent. It's, I, I, I think it's the best in the world with the Scottish one. Um, but I, I, I didn't understand either of them, to be honest. So Oh, thank you about that. <laughs> no, I don't, no I, think, I think you meant you didn't understand my posh one or my real That's why we have show notes. Which is why I love you, Matt. That's Not sense. mine either, I yeah. guess, Matt. <laughs> So how are you doing, Matt? I'm very good, thank you. So good, what, are you, yeah. what are you doing at the moment? Uh, I am back home. I've uh, I've been travelling for the last few days. Uh, well, not travelling for the last few days. It sounds like a really long travel. Yeah. I was away working and I travelled back today. So I am back back in sun, sunny Wales. Oh, brilliant. Talking, talking to the best three guys on podcasting at the moment. When are you doing that? Oh, that's <laughs> about an hour after I'm done with this. Oh, good. It's after you're finished with the text. Okay. You mean there's there's three you other guys? You've got oh, another podcast. I can, I can hear another voice, which is Kurt. So, uh, how are you doing, on? Kurt? You're good, doing good? We're doing good. So, where are you, actually? That's the question. That's the big question. Of, mm-hmm. So, I think, um, Martin, do you want to start with a uh, question? Where's... I will, yes. Um, is this um, city famous in the United States? It is famous. I mean, it's known uh, for uh, for being in some movies. I, I don't believe it's in a musical, but I could be wrong again about that one. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's not your show. No, no, no. I'm catching up on it now that I have access to musicals, but I'll let you know. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? Is there a famous river that flows through it? There is a, a famous river that flows through it. But oh, the place itself God. is more famous than the river. Okay. River. Just going to uh, just open Apple Maps and have a quick uh, look. <laughs> like, uh, famous rivers in the United States. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That'll not a thing. This is really hard. Do you know what we could do it's, in future, Kurt? If can I call in a use... helpline called Siri? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just thinking yeah. if we could just activate Find My Friends. Then I could... Oh, yeah, yeah then we just good. We can just <laughs> yeah. skip this Matt section would, then and yeah. just say, you're there. <laughs> it and, depends. And can... Matt would win it every Matt, time. Where he is. Matt, it depends if he thinks you're a friend or not. Oh. 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 Um, find my co That's the three other gentlemen he was talking about. Yeah, that's you are, uh, your question to find out yeah. where I am. What's the slogan for this um, uh, area? Do you know it? No, but you're going to tell me. No, I can't. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Arkansas and not Arkansas. Kansas. 
So it's not Kansas. Yeah. That's something totally different. But oh, that's a completely different. It's, yes, exactly. I am in uh, mm. in Fort Smith, um, which Fort is a Smith. yeah historic mm. site uh, known for uh, for its trolleys uh, that are over here. Or street, street cars. cars, if you want to. Oh no! Which can also be which which can also be called Desire, as in a famous play, a streetcar named Desire. Mm. Martin, Martin, coming Martin out again. again. <laughs> uh, this is my inner diva coming out. Oh. So, Kurt, can you give us uh, what's going to happen tonight, please? Yes, um, packed uh, topics tonight, and and I'm going to have to be very quiet on on the topic that was happening in the uh in the americas because that was all about teachers are learners first uh hosted by cheryl davis and myself and um, but the top off after uh this break will be the EMEA chat uh which was hosted by matt warren and he talked about ipad game changers and to throw in the t- uh, hashtag of the week i wanted to know if you guys close your hashtag learning loop so more about that maybe even throughout uh, questions with Matt or ideas with Matt. Let's see what's happening. Thank you very much. I'm really excited for tonight uh, and i see you very soon. It's time for the EMEA recap of the section. This week I don't have lasers. This week I've got cowboy guns. Bang, bang. So as uh, Kurt had just said a few minutes ago, that was just a complete tumbleweed moment there. I noticed no one joined in. <laughs> I was waiting for the sound <laughs> effect. Like, Were you waiting for the lift? I thought there was <laughs> going to be know, something really from Matt die. maybe that came, like you guys no. worked together, oh, but no. So Disappointed. Mad. Let me write the jingle for me, mate. Come on. I will. I know. I, I know. You I are out to giving any comment on Matt's jingle for tonight. You just I know. That that's one. me. I can't do it. I, I really can't do that. As Kurt said just Come a few on, minutes then. ago, the, the topic this week was iPad Game Changers, and it was hosted by Matt yeah. Warren. Matt is an ADE 2019, oh. and believe it or not, this was his uh, first time hosting. So he did an absolutely... Uh, excellent job in both congratulations for Matt and that's really brilliant yeah it was good it was good it was a it was a pleasure to support him um so I'm going to start with the EMEA tweet of the week which came from Morgan Cave at it's underscore Morgan Cave and her uh, tweet is all about um what she would change if she was to look back with wisdom what advice would she give her younger self about implementing iPad and she says I don't think I'd change anything I learned so much through challenges and failures, and it made my practice so much better. I'm glad, kind of glad, we didn't know quite what we were getting into when we went one-to-one. It made the journey more powerful. And I think that I really wanted to, to, to sort of highlight that because it's all about the embracing, not embracing failure, but realizing that not afraid to fail, not afraid to see things that have went wrong and realizing that the only way that we can, you know, what was it Alfred said in the Batman Begins film, you know, why do we fall yeah. so yeah. that we can learn to pick ourselves back up? And it, it kind of rings. It was true. all new. Yeah. So um, I don't think you could change anything because there, everyone was, was looking and trying to collaborate. So um, I don't think you could change anything on, on that process. No, no, I, I, I'm kind of the same about that. And this is taking us right into what I want to, to recap from the EMEA side. I picked question three, which was the question that Morgan had responded to. And it was, 
looking back with wisdom, what advice would you give your younger self about implementing iPad? So before we went into the, the tweets that was coming, and I know I'm putting you guys on the spot, mm. but if you if there was anything that you could change or anything that, that you realize has made you better as a, a, a result of that, looking back with wisdom, how, how has that process shaped you? Matt? Um, do you know what? It's funny you should, should mention this. So I was working with some, some teachers this week um, as they're looking at learning and teaching and, and how they can implement technology. And lots of them are at that point. I was 10 years ago when I first started doing this. And talking, you know, they, they'd always introduce a question or they'd introduce something that they'd done with, and I know it's mm-hmm. only basic or I know it's a stupid question, but... Um, and, yeah, and I think we'll all, you know, we're probably all guilty of doing that when we first come to do things. But I think it's just changing that question to something more positive and say, "I've tried this." Um, and I kind of my response to them, which I suppose is my response to, to, you know, my younger self, is that when when someone stands in front of you and shows you what you can do, they are not sharing with you the fact that they probably failed so many times to get to that point of showing what you can do yeah so always remember that point. that expert or so-called expert at the front of the room only got there because they practiced and only got there because they had a go and failed and then had another go and failed and had another go until until they got it to work um and so never never be scared of the small things that you do that make a difference and never be scared of the questions mm-hmm. that you ask that might sound silly to you because that's your starting point so yeah that's a great it, it's because of those questions i think that you you can have this question now and reflect on it i mean you you don't get that wisdom um without asking questions and wanting to find a solution to it yeah. i mean first iPads came out, no camera at the back, no, yeah. no way to yes. connect to an Apple TV because there wasn't an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. as the technology was growing, um, we were growing at the same time. Um, hence, I think the, uh, the benefit of having a, a PLN to, to link back to a previous uh, episode, um, learning together and not um, reinventing the wheel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's a, you know, we've, we've all known each other for, for quite a while and, you know, we've all got a similar story when we were getting started. We were looking at how we can make a difference, you know, but, and, you know, some of us have got a tendency to, to leap straight into it. Um, you know, some, you know, and I'm talking about myself here, I've got a tendency to leap before I look sometimes. And I, I realized that, you know, looking back on hindsight rather than wisdom sometimes hindsight is a better is a better way to look back rather than you know getting that wisdom like you say without without embracing these failures or or at the time not realizing they were failures if we even call them that because they were they were learning curves there were things that we were learning how to do and i think as as we do that as we grow as we move along and as we see what works and what doesn't work we can become, as Matt says, the quote-unquote experts because we know that doing it the way that some people want to is not going to work the way that they think it Yeah, and, uh, and the thing for me actually is not because it's always moving forward, so it's new things coming, so it's getting easier all the time. But for me, the big thing was actually learning how to deliver the message 
and and yeah. to learn how to deliver the message to different kind of people because in the beginning I was really headstrong and I was just moving on and people were misunderstanding me because I was not really um, understanding their point of view. So maybe you were uh -huh. pushing it too much and they got really afraid or they got Isn't sad. Isn't that something or, that we forget something. sometimes? You yes. Yeah. Like the I, mindset I, of the beginner. Um, exactly. And I, yeah. I've been in a room with people crying because I was saying something to them because not because I was really being evil or, 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 or bad or I was saying, saying something, something particularly Mm -hmm. vicious to them it's just the, that i didn't understand their their point of view or or where the their personality where or where mm -hmm. they were coming from yeah so yeah, that's were, yeah. my actually my biggest learning curve in this um what happened with all of this and i, I think that's quite important as well to think about and, and look into and um That's what I would say to my younger self, that um, think about people that are not like you and how you should deliver the message to them. And one, one thing to kind of jump on there as well, Johan, is that's, not, that's nothing to do with technology. Exactly. That, and that's, that's the point. Teaching yeah. learning. That's, that's, think about anything. I remember teaching basketball to children and I'm, I play basketball and I would miss the fact that they're just starting. And I'd forget how it felt when I was just starting. And you just accept, yeah. you know, you almost, you know, I'm to a certain point and you forget the little bits that you had to go through to get to where you are. So, um, which is always nice with this is this is not about technology. This is teaching and learning in general, you know. It's, exactly. when, it's when you take that play away, yeah? When it becomes that serious of, oh, we have to get through these steps. And that's when you lose your love yeah. for any learning yeah. in it. Um, when it becomes like a machine, like a factory um, and you have to go through these stages, which I don't think works for everyone like that. Just like Martin said, he's he's ahead of the pack because he wants to take those leaps and then he might miss a few steps, but come back on it uh, while reflecting. And I think that all ties together for me to what you posted, I think, this week, Matt, about um, the schools you worked with, starting with why. And yeah. that is something you can yeah. use in any topic. Um, yeah. But specifically, this for integrating new technology, I still feel like there's a lot of a lot of institutions out there that buy technology to be popular, not because they yeah. think about the learning. Go ahead, Martin. Absolutely. Uh, no, absolutely. It was just you, you've said something that just I wholeheartedly agree in, and it's something I've seen happen so so many times with with schools unfortunately they buy the device not because they're wanting to change their culture or change the approach that they take but rather they've seen that they've maybe got a surplus in their budget and if they don't spend it they'll lose it for the next year or they've seen that the school you know a couple of a couple of streets down or in the same city have got devices and are getting noticed for it and suddenly they want to be in the same level they don't look at it mm -hmm. from the why they don't look at it from the attitude of the learner they look at it from we're going to bring these devices in and then you know they 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 realize that the devices have been in the school for six months they've not been getting used and what do yeah, they and do if i them? can add you to know, that um 
then it comes down to the people who are in the school and and those people are forgotten a lot of times and and you can feel like there's there's not an anger but i am very very passionate about it and we're going to talk about it in in just a few minutes on the uh, america's chat but think about the teachers because now the technology is there it's purchased and do you <laughs> want this to be a failure or do you want this to be a success and you don't have to invest in the technology anymore that's there but you do have to invest in the people and and i mean together with Johan, um we had that passion and still have that passion yeah um and and we thought it would be good to in, invest in people and keep investing in it just because education is a people business no it's Definitely. your students it's the teachers absolutely absolutely i mean the technology is only yeah. a way to empower what we want to do and that's it absolutely absolutely guys we've kind of done it done this slightly different this week and i think it actually worked out quite well because you know sometimes we spend uh, a lot of time just rehashing what people have said and not really got our opinion and i quite like the fact that we've just spent the past you know 10 12 minutes talking about our own experiences because if people are wanting to get um if they want to find out what happened in the chat miriam's got the recap we'll put the link to the wakelet in the show notes but guys i was really um really interested to hear what you guys were were what you would what you would have answered uh, for this question and i, I think um, i think that was a nice oh, that that was brilliant thank we you can continue that yeah continue that talk because yeah. uh, it leads exactly yeah. into what we're going to talk about at the americas where the teachers are learners first and that and that's what's coming up awesome right now Welcome to the Americas Chat. As we just said, we're going to talk about teachers as learners first. That's you, listeners. And to start off, I want to point out that tweet of the week, and I'm going to need your involvement for that, Mr. Johan Anderson. Ooh. As a real sweet and a sweet guy um, who likes ice cream, uh, the <laughs> question was, what is fika? So for once and all, for all our listeners, explain what is a Swedish fika and how can it be used for professional learning? Oh, uh, that's brilliant. So, so first and foremost, you have to have a coffee and the coffee can't be really weak. It needs to be a really strong coffee. And to add to that, you can't have a coffee, especially not in a school. You can't just have a straight coffee. You have to have something sweet with it. And that's a fika. And the brilliant thing about a fika, especially in a Swedish school, is that you just sit down, have something brilliantly um, addictive like coffee and something sweet, and then you just talk. And normally you just spill whatever you're thinking about at that moment. And it can be something about school or something about something special about a pupil, something beautiful or something intense. And that's why I think it's, and it's a very short one. So maybe just 15 minutes. Sounds and, like an uh, analog version of recording a podcast while eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can't get better than that. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> you got fika in the morning, fika in the afternoon and podcast in the evening. Yeah, uh, with that's ice cream. How you do it. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Johan, for that. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's like I think we we got that, guys. Um, to jump into that question, 
I want to know what is your favorite format for professional learning. And with format, I mean something different than a presentation or a workshop. Because if we tie it back to what we've just heard and say, hey, teachers, professional development is what they say it a lot. Um, and, and we're trying to change that coming from PD to PL because um, we don't need mm -hmm. to be developed anymore. Um, what is the favorite format that you have, Martin? Uh, I'm doing it right now, podcasting. <laughs> um, I like recording a podcast and listening to podcasts. I actually find a lot of ideas. I find, you know, with we're in technology and we're, we're doing a lot of stuff with, with technology and education that changes so much that I like to keep on top of it all. So um, podcasts are how I spend my life either just to give listeners an idea of how many podcasts do you have in, in your subscription list uh, 26 I think and you do that time. on a weekly basis I do that on a weekly basis so, so just to know because the one thing that I deal with a lot of times when I go to schools and I talk to peers about learning is the biggest excuse is I don't have time for that when do you have time to listen mm -hmm. to 26 27 podcasts I do it when I'm in the car. So my commute uh, with traffic can be anywhere from 45 minutes to about 50 minutes. Just I've only got 14 miles to go. So I'm sitting, sitting listening in the car. And also, if I'm sitting at night and I'm doing work sitting at my desk, I've got my uh, AirPods and listening to, listening to a podcast. I use the Overcast app. Um, to listen to podcasts and it actually has a smart speed feature so a podcast might be 30 minutes long but using the smart speed feature it might only take me 27 28 minutes you know with it with it uh, with it sped up and so i don't listen to the podcast at full speed um and i have a little bit of triage if it's i don't necessarily always listen to every episode okay i i look at which episodes i think maybe have information that's that's dire and pressing to me. So I've got 26 podcasts that I listen to, but maybe on a weekly basis, I'm maybe listening to about 15 okay. of them. What's um, the favorite one? Like, like religiously. Just... My favorite one is a, a podcast called Upgrade. Um, that's my, my favorite technology podcast, hosted by Jason Snell and um, Mike Hurley. And my favorite kind of getting things done podcast is uh, one called um, Under the Radar, which is all about uh, development and how you can actually um, develop uh, applications. So it's actually a little bit of coding that comes into it. On that Great. One. Matt, you are a facilitator of a lot of learning. Um, do you have a format when you're with a group of teachers that that's your go-to? Uh, oh, what a tricky question. Um, probably yes and no. So the first thing I'd say that it's about relationships. So it's knowing the people I'm with in the room. Mm -hmm. um, and some people respond really, really well to certain styles. I think the style that always works well for me, uh, and I know it's a, it's a big favorite of yours as well, Kurt, is the playgrounds. I oh, think yeah. just, <laughs> do you know what? Let's just, let's just do something. Let's just have a bit of fun and let's, Let's just get people having a laugh and, and enjoying what they're doing. And it and takes then, away that feeling of failure uh, you talked about thing. earlier. Because yeah. there's no failure at a playground. Mm -hmm. You're there yeah. to play and have fun and try things out. And, yeah. and that's the time to do it. Because the fear comes when you are in your classroom yeah. and you have 28 students looking at you 
um, and and you're fiddling around with technology and it's not working as you planned. Yeah, that's so, your playground. You can get hands on and messy. Yeah, so that that exact yeah. thing this week. So I've been working with a school for three days. Um, did a bit of you know stand up and show and playground activities and getting them to all you know go out of their comfort zones, go and find a space and do something fun and and an absolutely great bunch of teachers that allowed that to happen because they you know let their inhibitions go and thought yeah come on let's just have a play and then the next day they were in their classes and the amount of teachers that came up to me at break time and lunchtime and said. I tried that. I tried it with my class, and you could almost see that they got over that fear um, in, mm-hmm. in the first playground thing, and then thought, you know what, I'm going to have a go with the class, and they had a laugh with the class as well. And that was so nice to see. And I think that's probably why that's my go-to one. But at the same time, for some people, that might even be a little bit too far. So yeah, Johan, yes, no. I would like to hear because Johan, you've you've been on a on a team called the Joy of Professional Learning, and and you've got nine books out now. Uh, that's yeah. about 107 recipes that you've seen come by. Is it's there incredible. one that you think that's my favorite one? Yeah, definitely, and it's actually <clears throat> an old one, uh, but it's a mixture of what I think is um, most important. It's and it's challenge based learning. Um, maybe in a in a small section so challenge based learning is normally a very big question mm-hmm. uh, and i really love that but i also really love the way you can use it in a, a in a smaller uh, maybe a lab environment when you're not giving all the answers you're just asking the questions and and the pupils really have to empirically um get try something to get the questions or or really have to do a research for it and that's the way i really teach all the way i never give answers i just give instructions and i'm i'm trying to be not really a teacher just a leader and uh, and that's what i love with uh, challenge-based learning i must say so it changes Uh, your role as a as a facilitator too where we just said we talked about being experts yeah, I, I never but actually... You uh, become a coach or a mentor more. Yeah, I never... And, and that trust what Matt was referring to. Exactly. And I never actually been a teacher. I've I always been a, a person like, a, what do you say in the old days, a professor um, that is a, a scientist and he's really as mad as the other ones, but he's just trying to to lead the path. Mm-hmm. That's how I see myself. Um, what about you, Kurt? Oh, for me, it's it's a tough one because um, there's there's so many. Um, we we discussed Fika and Matt pointed out playground. So I think the other one that I'll I'll uh, pick out in my top three is the speed dating one. Um, yeah. Not to find a new partner mm. in education in that way. <laughs> so it's, it's it's not a it's not a Tinder version uh, of professional learning. You don't need that. Um, you have swipe the swipe left if you, you want to integrate one. technology. No, it's one. that's not the way. Do you know that's actually a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could do a a Tinder version of apps if you want to work with them or not. Um, start making that one. Yeah. But um, I've, we've done speed dating a few times when we uh, we run workshops on on this joy of professional learning um, yeah. idea, and um, it's quick, it's easy. Um, you get a few minutes. Most of the times, I start with 
five minutes for the first question and then and then you just move um, and I do about three questions and after a while um, you go to three minutes to two minutes because people have seen each other now and you see the group uh, form right in front of your eyes and, yeah. and by the end of it and I do it like 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. I, I really have to step in and say, hey, we have to stop now. And, and seeing teachers be passionate, and then I point that out a lot of times. Uh, yeah. Very passionate teachers talks with, talk with their hands. And, and most of the times, if you look at movement, um, they, they come from their heart. And I, yeah. that's, I think, really nice mm -hmm. to see that there's a lot of passionate people still in education. And it's so cool with that, how it fills their brain with all these ideas because there's so many at, at one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just I, an overflow. Immediately. I remember doing, yeah. I remember doing it in uh, a workshop actually in Sweden, Johan, and um, a lot of leaders of course. there. And we were talking <laughs> about it and they were, at first, they felt it just felt like the room was a little bit skeptical about it. But exactly as you said, Kurt, by the end, you couldn't stop them talking. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we were doing it as a as a short exercise just to talk about professional learning. In fact, um, mm -hmm. and you, you, they just wanted to carry on yeah. because it was it was it was again forming those relationships between people to find out things in an informal way, yes. um, but really quickly. You know, really quickly, you get through ten ideas in such a quick, you know, short amount of time and mm -hmm. a lot of energy. <clears> them. So yeah, I, really I cannot stress it out enough that you need to invest into your people. And not everyone learns in the same way and not everyone has the same time. So having planning time together, but also having learning time together. And, and Martin pointed out, it's from the commute to school um, to coming back to any moment that you find. Like if you have an hour, what would you do? But if you guys now at five minutes, what would you learn? Um, and that's where we, we got to like, how can you use a device maybe um, yeah, that says, hey, it's time to learn because sometimes you might forget. And when you start forgetting to learn, that's when you get into that rusty mindset of, oh, but we've always done it like this. Yeah. And, and Abdul we, points yeah. it out the best. Those are deadly words in education. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and they're so hollow because um, you don't even want to look anymore. And, and, and I think that's a bit of a fear for myself is to get into that mindset where I don't care anymore and I'll just wait till I can go on, on retirement. I think mm -hmm. I am on retirement already um, and, and I can do the things that I want. And I've seen it with my dad who waited till he got to retirement to do finally what he wanted to do and explore and all of that. And you shouldn't wait till that age is there because if you don't make it, you lost a lot of your life. Yeah. Yeah. With that Wise being words. said, um, there was a lot, just like Martin um, uh, pointed out, that was being shared. And, and one I want to highlight um, before we leave this topic, because um, Simon Pyle, who was sick, and that was a benefit for us. So turning an obstacle into an opportunity with Simon, he was sick, but he joined the chat and he shared um, a menu that he offers to his staff where they can choose from and there's all kinds of options so it is a little bit like the joy of professional learning series where you have appetizers if you only have a few minutes um, if you've got an hour there are different formats to a year-long planning eventually um, mm -hmm. so have a look he put out a really that. nice graphic of a menu for his staff and and the rest of the conversation was all about 
how do we feel about it? And as you can hear, I am very, very passionate about professional learning. It comes Guys, across. Uh, it someone comes who's across. also very, very passionate about his jingles is Matt. And I think it's time <laughs> to listen how much heart he's put in his jingle this week. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think it will be. I'm so excited. You should be, guys. Always learning, remember. Always learning. Always learning. You're us. <laughs> Questions with Matt. Ooh. What was that, Matt? Sorry yeah. to ask a question, but what was that, Matt? What was? What, Are you what, hungry other, or other something? Than being, being Jingle Sixteen uh, from the uh, Best of Jingles album. Oh, okay, Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> the the Christmas thing. That, <laughs> that was a, I think that was a bootleg uh, that I didn't get my hands on yet. I know yeah. that's uh, it's a pre-release one. He's, mm. oh. he's teasing that, us. He's teasing us. Keeping yeah. you on your toes, guys. You know, you know how I roll. It's like, it's like, it sounded actually, oh, I shouldn't say it. No, go on. No, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's really rude. So okay, I don't say it. Okay. Ah. <laughs> we'll beep it out. Guys, well, welcome to Questions with Matt. We're back with questions. Um, I think the listeners realize that um, the only way to spice this section up above the jingles is if they actually ask some questions. So we've had someone <laughs> ask us a question. So thank you, Ria. Um, and let's listen to Ria's question this week. Hi guys, this is Rea at Rea Floor on Twitter. Last week's chats were both very inspiring. All the participants are open-minded for game-changing and professional development. My question is, what's your best advice or are your ideas to reach out to the colleagues that are a bit more insecure for development at all? Thank you, and I love your show. Okay, great. So, guys, I think that's that's a really, really good question as well. And kind of in keeping with what we've been talking about, what what is our advice for people that might just be a little less secure um, in their confidence with technology? Uh, Kurt, let's hear from you in terms of that, that little snippet of advice. What would you say to someone who, who feels themselves they're a little bit less secure? Um, I think going one step back, um, what you pointed out is that confidence um, on what Johan uh, said, uh, building that relationship. So before you can move forward with someone who's very reluctant, you need to know how does this person tick? Um, what's, what's the starting point? Um, before we start talking about um, an obstacle and throwing out all kinds of solutions out there that we think are going to be the solution and are so far out that um, they're going to be overwhelmed and have more fear even. So trying to find that way, and I'll point it out with an example. My mom used to be a cleaning lady at a vocational school, and um, she was so against technology, she couldn't be further away from who I am. Um, she wanted to clean with a mop and water and not with a machine that would even do the thing in like what she would do in an hour, she could do in 20 minutes perhaps. Um, but she did not want to use technology because she didn't see the benefit for herself until I moved away um, outside of the country. And now she needed something to call me. So when I call her now on audio, 
that's not good enough for her anymore. She wants to see me because <laughs> she got addicted to that. So <laughs> trying to find, I think that's what I'm coming to with this, trying to yeah. find that um, connection. And, and it all comes back to that. Why would I use it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Yeah. Uh, Martin? Yeah, I think just um, yeah, I think just building on what Kurt was saying. I think rather than than coming in with what you think is a solution, actually find out what is 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 making that person reluctant. Is it a lack of confidence? Is it uh, is it uh, this this fear of the unknown, or is it just the fact that they've had training in the past that has led to, as Kurt said, more confusion? So you know, building you 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 also said it during the the the. America's recap, Matt. It's all about the relationships, building. You know, getting to know that person, getting to know um, what makes them reluctant, getting to know what makes them less secure, and actually see if there's a way that that you can give them one or two things that that will suddenly make them go ah, and make that light bulb go on, and actually just realise that you know using technology or using a new approach doesn't actually mean that they're reinventing mm. the wheel doesn't mean that they're throwing out all of their however many years of experience. They're just adding another another uh, pencil to the pencil yeah. case. Johan? Yeah, I'm really trying to not uh, touch too much to the heart because that's, um, <clears throat> that's really difficult. So when I, I talk to people that's in education, I usually say, look, I uh, have children as well. And I'm really, really afraid about what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. When I think about my heart, you know, I have a son. And, and I don't know where it's going. But it, then I turn it around and I say, if it's going somewhere and I can't really impact that, I really want my son to be ready for that future. So for, from a logic or from a professional point of view, I really need to embrace technology. So I separate that. So, and when you talk to uh, teachers like that, they normally understand that, oh my God, it doesn't matter what I think about it. From a logic point of view, I need to teach technology because I need to prepare those students for the future. And I need to reach all learners. And that's the gain. So it doesn't become something that is your feeling or your heart. It becomes something that is your brain and the understanding and, and something logic. And that's how I, how, how I try to um, yeah. put it forward. It, it, do do that does does it make sense? Do you do that too when, when you were a dance instructor? Like when people had a little bit of a fear and like to say, Oh, I'm, I can't dance. Um, and Definitely. how do you tease them out? Definitely. Because, um, what happens is that you're, you're afraid first, but when you, when you make it very logical and you just do it because you think it's right, mm-hmm. you, you, you come, you come past that fear. And then you can, after that, when you understand that, you can put emotions into it again, but from another point of view. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I don't do, know. So, well, something you said sense. about teaching technology um, made me think of why do we always say that that we have workshops on technology or presentations? Like, why can't we just use technology 
and and say like oh are you using it something else in another way like we always separate it and i feel as long as we keep doing this people will have a fear about it or the option not to do it yeah but that's quite interesting so this week this week's Mm. um training that i've been doing actually has not been technology training at all it's learning and teaching no talking with leadership you don't talk about technology You it's, say, okay, we're going to take notes in a in a meeting, and you pull out your iPad and, and a pencil. And if yeah. someone pulls out mm-hmm. um, a notepad and a pencil and takes a picture of it afterwards, great. But stop saying, um, oh, we're going to learn how to take notes using an yeah. iPad. Yeah, but so, sorry, yeah. Matt. If I just can, uh, before you, you tell your story, I just want to say, like, reaching more learners. That's why we do it. It's not. It's not like... We're thinking of technology to do it. It's just that we want to reach them. We want to use all those things. And technology makes it much easier for us. So that's not the intention. So that's the same thing. Sorry. Yeah. So that's it. And that's that's exactly the same point, uh, Johan, that I was going to say, actually. So that, that, you know, that is the point of this is learning and teaching. It Mm -hmm. just so happens if, if we know that student X is having an issue, is technology maybe the solution to that? And it might be, and it might not be, but but in more cases, we know it is going to be the solution because it opens up more avenues for them to share their understanding. Uh-huh. So, but it still comes down to learning and teaching, which is at the heart of what every teacher is is doing. The technology is an enabler to, to maybe enhance something so that more students can achieve. So I think, you know, we were saying the same thing, really, Johan, and, and that's, that's yeah. the point is this this is this is a global kind of understanding now that like you said as well, Kurt, you know, taking a, an iPad into a, a session and taking your notes on an iPad, I'm not training anyone to do it, but what I'm doing is I'm modeling an alternative mm-hmm. and I'm not telling you you should do it. But if you come and ask me afterwards, oh, can you show me how to do that? Because that looks easier than the way I do it, great, you know? But what I'm showing them is I'm doing something which just makes my life a little bit easier. I'm not saying yeah. use an iPad to take your notes without there being some justification as to why. So Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, right. we would do it in another way, analogically. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not actually always about advice. Sometimes it's about modeling, best practice, and best practice because it changes the way you do things to make your life a bit easier. So um, I, I, I would say it's always like that. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Ria. Hopefully that answered your question. And, and hey, before you say goodbye to Ria, can we just, because she listens to us in the gym, can we just, as good coaches, encourage her to keep going? <laughs> Ria, go, go, you're, go, doing go, a, go. you're doing a great job. Oh, you're brilliant. Go on. Keep Durgan, doing it. Ria, Durgan, Blevigan. Durgan, Blevigan. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. What they say. And if you have any questions for us, and please do send them in. Um, hashtag questions with Matt on Twitter, or Martin will tell you uh, in the next section how you can leave a voice message for us through the Anchor app. Cheers, guys. Brilliant. So that was an excellent section, I think, with Matt. And um, we only got the wrap-up um, still going here. And um, I'm really looking forward to when Martin's going to wrap for real again. But apparently it's not happening tonight. Uh, but Martin... <laughs> yeah. So he needs how... a jingle for that, I think. <laughs> 
I know. Yeah, he does, actually. And we do Uh, like a... Oh, that was a, oh, that wasn't that's, too that's, bad. Kurt, I think you've just <laughs> all right. We'll Sorry, prepare something yeah. for next episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, Martin, if you if you want to get in touch with us, how how do you do it? Absolutely, Johan. As Matt just said in the previous section, we have the hashtag questions with Matt over on our Twitter. As well as that, if you um, listen to us on the Anchor app or you have the Anchor app installed and it's on your iPhone, the iPad app doesn't let you do it, you can search for us, and it's at Last Night Recap. There, uh, you'll, find the, um, you'll find the podcast. There'll be a little button that says leave a voice message, just as Rhea did, just as Rachel has done, just as Paul has done in previous episodes. We will include it in the episode. We will you know, read and answer your question you know, on the show, and you'll get a little mention. And as I said... Matt might even make you your own jingle, Ooh. but that shouldn't put you off. Ooh. You should still do it. And apparently, <laughs> I heard that on Twitter we're on at last recap. Is that true? We Ooh. are indeed. We are at last recap. Nice. And where can we find you, Martin? Yeah, I'm at mcouts, C O U T T S 81. That's the number eight and the number Ooh, one. Brilliant. Let's have a bit more of numbers. So please, Matt, where can we find you? I am Matt, M-A-T-6-4-5-3. The famous number. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kurt, please. For me, it's um, at Mr. Kurt, M-W-E-S-T-E-R-K-U-R-T. Oh, brilliant. And you can find me uh, at Anderson, double S, underscore E-D-U. So Martin, 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 I'm going to sorry, I'm going to cut in. Martin, do you feel that these yeah. two have an issue with numbers, or what? It's like I don't know. Jealousy. I think maybe. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. I I don't know, Matt. I mean, I think the the cool kids have numbers in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's quite clear. <laughs> I've got the you know, cool I'm not a numbers guy. Group. No, that's not true. Uh, I'm a numbers Kurt, guy. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, I hear something. There's some people mumbling in the back. Something about there. numbers makes me have know. all my night sweats about mathematics again. Right? Normally, these people, we just think it's mosquitoes here and back in Sweden. Sorry. So it doesn't matter anyway. So, uh, Anyways, Martin, so what's happening uh, next week? Is there anything happening? Yeah, we've got the two chats coming up. I'll let you know what's happening in EMEA. And Kurt, you can take Americas as always. We have um, personalized learning uh, happening uh, with another first-time host and ADE 2019, uh, Chris Lawson. And he's at Mr. Underscore L underscore EDU. So at Mr. Underscore L underscore EDU. And that chat takes place uh, Tuesday, May 21st, 8pm BST. Kurt, why don't you tell us what's happening over in the Americas? On the Americas chat, um, it will be all about capturing learning experiences with reflection. And that's going to be hosted by Kamas Kirch and Michelle Thorne. So that's at May 21st on Tuesday at 6pm PST. Brilliant. And um, I just want to finish up to and say thank you for downloading this podcast if you like the show please rate and review us listeners comments and ratings keep us high in the ranking so that new listeners can find us be sure to find us at last recap on twitter 
for more news and podcasts. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for this podcast. Uh, it was really cool, I think. Good one. Very passionate, very yep. driven. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. Close I'll to the heart. see you very, very, very soon. Tack så mycket och ha det bra. Thank you for my rock sack. <laughs>